The Superpowers of the Soul Channel is brought to you by Superpower Experts. Visit superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers today. You're listening to Superpowers of the Soul with Tonya Dawn Rackler and the Superpower Experts. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Superpowers of the Soul. This is Amorakai, and I am so excited for today's episode that I can hardly sit still. We have someone joining us today who I just absolutely adore to talk about love as a business model, something I am super passionate about. I'm so passionate about this topic. And like so many of us today, I am all about doing what Ever we can to co-create a world fueled by love instead of fear. And how we do business is such a powerful place for us to evolve in this way. And by learning to, to speak love in languages that people can really receive and combine that with something that you can deliver through your business, you get to serve your soul and your clients and your customers using the best business model ever while serving the collective whole by pouring more and more love into the world through your business. That is why I am so excited to have Jill Wright joining us today to chat about the incredible impact of using business as a vehicle to deliver love. Jill is a best-selling author. She's a heart-centered leader. She's the CEO of Executive Shine. At 20 years old, she went from shining shoes as a little side business to creating a multi-million dollar shoe shine empire operating at multiple airports. She's been recognized by both Forbes magazine and Harvard Business Review for transforming the culture of client-based services. And she now shares her 30 plus years of experience and wisdom by speaking and consulting to inspire other leaders to unleash the human potential within their organizations through the power of belief and authentic connection. Jill is affectionately known as the Queen of Shine. And let me tell you, she has the biggest heart on the planet. And she really does shine from the inside out. She is exquisitely warm and wonderful. And I am just over the moon delighted that she is here with us today. Jill, welcome to the show, sweetheart. I'm so glad you're here. Wow. Thank you so much. Wow. That greeting. You are amazing, and I'm so honored to be here, and I'm so blessed to be able to connect with you and and others that are really serving fully from the heart, because we are we are creating a new world and transforming the 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 way that business has been done. Mm, yes, 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 yes. Oh, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And love as a business model. I mean, just like you said, this is one of my favorite subjects. And I'm so excited to chat with you about it. I mean, you are really walking this talk. You're in action with this. You're really sharing this and you've really lived this, you know? So I'm so excited. But before we dive in too deep together, let's just allow the audience to get to know you a little bit. Can you start us off by sharing what is one of your superpowers of the soul? What would you say? I think... (laughs) 
(laughs) When people ask me, you know, what I want to do, and I said, I just really want to love people. (laughs) I, I'm super curious. I find people fascinating. I love the, I love what happens in presence and in human connection. And I love that every time you connect with another soul, you unleash and, and awaken and discover so many gifts. You discover gifts about that person. You discover gifts that you might have in common. You reflect back and forth to each other gifts that maybe you didn't see within yourself. And so all of that is wrapped up in loving and using that as as a business model has has really had such a phenomenal impact way beyond what I ever dreamed. I mean, I was just a young girl who needed love, you know, who was rejected by her father and, and created business because I needed love. So I loved first. And I think that has propelled me into an amazing life of discovering that I wasn't the only one who needed love, that that was the common denominator between all people. Mm-hmm. And when people can recognize that and understand that that is the underlying thread of connection between humanity and they can create their business model to serve in that way, it, it, that's all there is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is success. That is fulfillment. That is love in action. Mm. Oh, that is so beautifully and powerfully said, folks. You can already hear the juiciness, the yumminess, the the love in this episode. I cannot wait to dive in so deep with you. And you know what? Let's just go ahead and cut and take our short break now so we don't have to break the flow because this transmission, this topic is so powerful. And like you said, it's actually all there is. It's all that's needed. It's really the truth of it all. Jill, before we cut to break, where is the best place for people to go to find more information about you and connect with you? They can they can just email me directly at jill at executiveshine.com or just go to executiveshine.com and they can reach us from there as well. We are building a new a new Shine Experience website as well, but um, just email me directly, jill at executiveshine.com. Awesome. All right. All right, everyone. You are listening to Superpowers of the Soul here on the Superpower Network. And today we get to talk with Jill Wright about love as a business model. Stay with us. You don't want to miss this one. We'll be right back. The Superpower Experience goes way beyond the podcast. Listeners can connect with hosts and one another inside the Superpower Universe Plus membership. Members get access to high vibe connections, superpower masterclasses, and much, much more. Don't wait another moment to step into your superpowers. 
Go to superpowerexperts.com and sign up today. Welcome back, everyone. This is Amora Kai. And if you're just tuning in, today we're talking with Jill Wright about love as a business model. And so, Jill, just before the break, you shared this nugget of absolute pure gold. And you spoke about how you were seeking love. And you really discovered it for yourself in business, but it was from a place of realizing that you were seeking love yourself. So, Give us a little bit of that story around how you really came to realize the impact of using business as a vehicle to deliver love from your own seeking. Well, I one of the things that that I think is important to recognize is that within every situation that it's perfect and amazing things come no matter what the circumstances. So. I was, um, as a young girl, um, rejected by my father and you'll never make it without me and, you know, all of this. And um, so I was seeking to be loved, you know, and the way that that played out in my life is when I when I started Shining Shoes and I recognized, wow, this is an amazing, this is amazing. You, you get to meet all these phenomenal people and learn fascinating things about their life and you serve them. And then when you're done, they tell you you're wonderful and you're the greatest thing that ever (laughs) happened. And then they pay you. So I was like, wow, this is great. And then as I progressed and, and I met the, the um, director of, of concessions for the airports authority in Washington, I, when I started there, I thought, well, how can I make an impact? What do I have to offer? Because these are high level CEOs, people that are running our country And I was just a young 20-year-old girl, and I didn't think I was as smart as they were. So what can I offer? How can I create a business model that's going to make them come back? And one of the things I discovered is, wow, I can just love them. I saw the impact of just being present and of listening, and of really unconsciously creating a safe space for them to be seen just as a human being, and that they, underneath that title, underneath the title of Supreme Court Justice, they were just a human being. Mm. And they needed love just as bad as I did. And I thought, wow. And, you know, I was raised in a Christian home and, and, you know, we were, you know, given love unto others, you know, give unto others as you would want them to do to you. So that's what I did. I just love them the way that I wanted them to love me. And I wanted them to come back to my business. Of course, you know, I'm trying to build business. 
Mm-hmm. And I learned that that was such a powerful tool. And I looked around and they told me, you have no idea. We don't receive that anywhere. And I mm-hmm. thought, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because love is free. <laughs> I mean, why not? And mm-hmm. it's fun. And when when we can create that that connection, that's the real thing. It's the human connection. And so you and I both share a real passion for human connection. And I think business is a doorway mm-hmm. into human connection. Oh, I love that. Even just the visual of that changes the frequency, changes the intention, changes the energy around how we think about, feel about, move forward in our businesses and thus what we reciprocate, what we attract, what we magnetize. And, you know, of all the things you listed, I I have to say that how many of us perhaps miss or just don't realize that the things that you mentioned, presence, right? Listening with full presence and attention, no distraction, being a safe space, a safe container to receive someone in the the truth, the frequency, the equanimity of our humanity. Those are all practical expressions of the frequency of love, the state of consciousness that is love. Those are the actionables. Those are the deliverables. Those are love in action. So important. So important. Wow. I love that. Mm -hmm. I say sometimes to, to when people are, when I'm describing my business, (laughs) I said, if I saw, if I hung a sign in the airport that said love available here, (laughs) how many people are really open enough to say, to admit that they need love. When the truth is, we all do. But if you can create a doorway into connection through your business and deliver love, that's where the secret is because you have to package it in a language, just like you said, in a way that people can receive it because they, they don't often know what they really need. They're conditioned to be a certain way, to perform in a certain way, to, to get the job done, to do what they need to do. But in their heart, it's empty. Mm. And That's what I saw as a young girl is like, wow, you're a senator, but your heart is aching. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You are Mm -hmm. holding, you are spending so much energy holding up this image of who you want people to think you are. (laughs) And you are protecting your heart so fiercely. So what would happen if if we could just communicate soul to soul, heart mm-hmm. to heart? What would happen if you could relax and put that mask in the chair next to you 
and just express who your soul is with another person and and be seen and see that person and be curious and and engage in all of that presence that's where that's the the essence of business who doesn't want to do business with someone that they feel seen appreciated honored loved respected mm-hmm. and all of those things are free <laughs> mhm and i love the visuals that you're using too in the sense that you know you can do this with anything you can wrap that experience and deliver it through a scone a muffin a cup of tea a shoe shine a massage uh drawing up contracts right serving a meal uh cutting someone's hair whatever it is it doesn't matter you can wrap up this experience you and i have have talked before about you know sort of the idea behind making your business your ministry in the sense that you know we can serve people not just as a consumer but by offering that safe and sacred space via our business for people to have a visceral experience of love and you talk a lot about how that helps unlock their gifts talk more about that absolutely what i mean the the mask we wear is kind of like a lid on the box of Hmm. all of our possibilities, Mm -hmm. all of our potential. Because if we don't feel safe, we don't express those things. Mm -hmm. You can't have innovation. I I was just talking to my manager last, last night and I said, most people have never experienced someone wanting their opinion. <laughs> and so, I, I, honestly, mm-hmm. and, and even I sort of, you know, as that came out of my mouth, I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's, you know, that's really true. And, and it goes for, for everything. So if you can create that kind of a space where people can enter one of the things i do because i work with my hands i i and i i took a course from heart math and i learned i was like oh my god no wonder that works that's what i've been doing for 20 years <laughs> so I come into my heart and it doesn't matter what you do. Doesn't matter if you're writing contracts. It doesn't matter if you're doing hair. It doesn't matter if you're speaking and you're holding a microphone. Come into the energy of your heart and let that flow out of your body, through your hands. You mentioned massage. As you touch people, you touch people in everything you do people that cook, you know, when you go to certain places or when you go to your grandmother's house, why does tuna salad (laughs) taste so good at your grandmother's house? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't because she made it with love. She, she, she just, she doesn't even recognize that she lives in her heart. And as she created this, the energy of love just comes out of every cell of her body and comes into her hands as she creates this. And the energy 
of love as you eat that creation or experience that business or get your haircut or get that massage or or buy that computer that mm-hmm. someone created from a place of love that's an energy and as it, it didn't used to be safe to talk about this stuff you know and i didn't even mm-hmm. recognize that that's what it was and i'm so grateful that we have evolved to the place that we have and we can really discover and discuss what this really is. It really is the energy. Maya Angelou was right. (laughs) It really is. Nobody remembers what you say. Mm -hmm. They remember how you made them feel. They remember the love. Mm -hmm. And so if we can just get in tune with that vibration and come into our heart and every day just ask ourselves, how can, how can I best love today? How can I best serve humanity today? What does love look like here? Because sometimes people are afraid of the word love. So sometimes you can say, what does honor look like? Listening, you know, respect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's, it's, you don't even have to say anything. Presence. You know, mm-hmm. those are all gifts. I and agree. As we, you know, as we, it's really interesting. As we get into that space, we we reflect to each other. We discover things about ourselves as we recognize things in someone else. It's like when you love someone and, and like I say to you, wow, Amorakai, you are phenomenally gifted the way that you touch people with the way that you put energy and words cohesively together that makes such a big impact i'm so impressed by that and as you recognize that in yourself it's like a light comes and then you reflect something to me that i don't see in myself so those are gifts that we can give each other. And all of that happens through human connection, <laughs> through conversation, and and really cr- in just being in that energy. You don't have to do anything. It's just natural. It just opens up that space for people to discover, you know, wow, I didn't realize that who I was, I didn't realize I made that kind of an impact. So now I might, you know, pursue that a little bit like, okay, well, thank you for sharing that with me. I, now I can recognize that, wow, I don't know how I impact people. So you showed me that there is, that I thought that it was in my head and really the impact I have is through my heart. Oh, I love that. I really love that. I mean, there's so many ways to think about that. One of the key ones is, to me, that's the whole conversation around thinking with the heart and feeling or sensing with the mind. We've been so taught to think with the mind and feel with the heart. But as we quite literally drop our consciousness down into the heart and think from that space, you know, a real visceral trick that I used to do. You ever notice, Jill, 
that so many of us, perhaps now or used to, when we walk into a room, we're often leading with our chins. We're often sort of head forward because we're thinking with our mind, we're projecting, we're assuming, we're thinking, uh, whatever our intentions are, the best of intentions in the world, we're, we're often walking into a space with our chin first. And in training us to really think with our hearts, I always, you know, make an effort to recognize and to allow myself to walk into a space with my heart first. And in the beginning, that feels a little vulnerable. You know, it feels a little open. It feels a little like, hmm, I'm really walking into the room wide open. And after a while, it feels so much better. It feels just like you were talking about an easy way to tap in and ensure that we're really coming from that frequency that is most important to us from that love, that honor. You know, to me, it's it's the law of care. When you create a container in a space of care, doesn't everything just feel better, work better, serve better? It, it just, it, it creates such an energy of impact, reciprocity, openness, expansion, innovation, all the things that when you come back for more of that, isn't that where you would feel happiest? Isn't that where you would feel safest? Isn't that where you would feel held and honored and lit up? Absolutely. Oh, I love that you said that. <laughs> you know, years ago, a, a really good friend of mine who is a retired Episcopal priest, I was stressed out about something. And I said, sometimes I feel on and sometimes I feel off and, and I don't know what you know, some, uh, what the difference is. And he said to me, from where are you speaking to me now? Mm -hmm. And I was like, huh, <laughs> I don't have to think about that for a minute. And I said, I, I guess from my head. And he said, take your energy down how he said, how does it feel to be speaking from your head? And he said, because that's where the stress lives. Stress mm. doesn't live in your heart. Love lives in your heart. Oh, that's so beautiful. Then, oh, it was amazing. <laughs> and it shifted my whole perspective. And so I, I, I did that. I went into my heart and I was like, you know, you're right. So when, when you're in a car or you're, you're in a traffic or a situation, you think, where am I right now? Where is my energy coming from? Is it in my head or is it in my heart? Mm. And maybe I have a gift of, <laughs> I, I was always the youngest person in meetings i was always the the one of the few women so because mm -hmm. i felt kind of insecure i thought what can i do that makes an impact and i remember maybe geez like 15 years ago i went into a meeting and i was intimidated and it was high level people and men all men and um I didn't know what I was going to say to make an impact. And I thought, here's what I know for sure. I know that my heart is my most powerful tool. So what if, and literally I was playing a game. 
what if I just didn't say anything? If I just went into my heart and I beamed energy like if I was a satellite dish and I paid attention, but I just radiated that love energy from my heart. And I may have said one sentence in that meeting. And every person that was in every man that was in that meeting came up to me and said to me, I don't know if anybody's ever told you this, but you have amazing energy. And I don't, I just, I directed all of my, my presentation to you because I felt I could just feel your energy. And I thought, wow, (laughs) this energy stuff, this heart stuff, this love stuff, this really works. Mm -hmm. And I, I kind of started playing with it and, um, and so all of the the ways that that we make the most impact think about it are you in your head are you making impact in your head are you making impact in your heart from your heart mm. oh mhm there's so much there oh my goodness i can so relate to that story by the way as you well know yes. and <laughs> You know, I feel like I spent, if I added it up, probably years of my life. What do you mean there's power in just being? I have to figure out what to do. I'm I'm raised and geared to figure out what to do and how to articulate that to people and and show tangible, right, proof of what I can do. Right. I mean, we're so hardwired and trained that way, or at least I was in, in where I grew up. And I've met so many people on that same, you know, at the beginning, it's quite a struggle. And to come into the power of really understanding the power of the energy that you are, the container you're sitting in, the frequency from which you are speaking, the intention, what you're in service to, just that entire field, what you bring to that table. It took me years to calm down and just be willing to sit at that table for one sentence, right? In that hour or two among people that I looked up to going, why am I here? Like, I don't understand why I'm sitting around the table. I really had those thoughts and it took me a long time to get even remotely comfortable with the idea that your state of being, your presence, the energy field that you carry and emanate has impact, has influence, has power, and has a significant, significant contribution, as significant as anything other. And I think one of the key points for me, maybe you can relate to this, is what I learned is to stop going back and forth between the two and making them separate. What I recognized for myself is that I was putting the wrong one in service to the other. So it wasn't like heart or mind. It wasn't energy or action. It wasn't presence or strategy. It was coming from an aligned place and paying attention to the container, the frequency, the energy from which I was doing anything. And from that presence, from that care, from that frequency, then I could put the mind, the strategy, the technique, right, into action, into service from the correct presence, from the correct energy. 
And once I sort of came to terms with that and reverse that, I stopped sort of having this struggle between the heart and the head, the masculine, feminine, the, the being and doing. And they got into this delicious dance instead of this, what for me anyway, was a huge struggle. Oh, amen, sister. <laughs> oh my God. We have lived like such a parallel universe. Um, it, it, and one of the things that, that I find really interesting about that too, is that that kind of energetic alignment, I, at some genius needs to explain this to me, but what it does is it, it is like, and it creating an invitation. So when you come and you just embody your essence and your essence is your expression of your soul. It's coming for, expressed through your heart, expressed through every cell of your body, being in tune with your essence. And when you do that, that is the magic connecting thread between mm -hmm humanity that is the oneness and when you show up in that you you like touch that little piece of oneness that little piece of connection within everyone around you it's like you light a fire you awaken that and it comes to life and the energy grows and it starts to get bigger and it and then it has it it has a desire to express so when you create that safe space and and for yourself to be fully you it's like that invitation permeates your aura and you're everywhere you go do you notice how people just open up to you and tell you <laughs> oh seriously i did oh, not yeah. know that you know, everywhere but what is that they feel the openness they feel the unconditional love that is your essence mm -hmm. because that is the unifying piece everyone comes from unconditional love. So when you tap into that and you awaken that and you embody that in yourself, it's magnetic. Mm -hmm. And it's a spark that awakens that in other people. So if you can just tap into that and you create back to, you know, we're talking about business, mm -hmm. back to love as a business model, that is the essence. People are so attracted to that. When I teach people, when, when I'm training people at the airport, when you walk by all these different businesses, what's the energy that you feel coming out of the front of that door of that business? Oh, I love tell. that. Mm -hmm. You can tell. Mm -hmm. And so they've nobody's ever asked them a question before. They've never... <laughs> Then aware of that or like, oh, wow. And then how do you feel like, like when you walk by me, first of all, I'm going to be shut down. 
how can you feel that? They don't even recognize that they can feel it. So you have to teach them that they can feel it. And they'll say, wow, you're right. I don't feel anything. And okay, now I'm going to be fully embody the love. And now you walk by me and tell me what you feel. Mm. And so you have to like show people who they are because it's who they are, but they've, they've hidden that because it wasn't safe for so many years that they don't know how to express that. They don't know how to get in tune with it. And like, for me, I think developing my people, it's, I said this yesterday in a meeting is, is like developing flavors of ice cream. If you Mm -hmm. want to make your business attractive, you need to have every flavor. You got to have butter brickle. You got to have strawberry cheesecake. You got to have moose tracks. You got to have everything because uh, the people that that are passing through your business are attracted to many different things. So your job as a leader is to cultivate the flavors that you're offering. So it's it's to org it's to conduct the symphony. It's wow. to help the the drummer play his best music it's to help the trombone player play their best music and then how can i bring these two distinctly different sounds into harmony mm-hmm. to create a symphony that then has a vibration that impacts people and attracts people to your business So those are the things you need to think about. And honestly, the marketing, when you do that, I'm sorry, but the marketing takes care of it. (laughs) It's true. Thank you, Jesus, because I'm not good at that marketing. But that's the only way I know how to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And is is to just be and touch people, that soul to soul connection. Oh, honey. Well, you're just speaking to so much here and it's so true. It's so true. And, you know, I feel like one of the things you said really touched on a a key point, which I see through the sort of evolution of the beings, you know, the children and the young adults that I uh, am so grateful to be surrounded by. But what I notice is we may have come from a place in space where we were able to do business through the head only, through the strategy only, through the profit bottom line thing only. And I think that we are waking up now to an understanding that we have not evolved, right, to continue that forward. That is not sustainable. That's not regenerative. But more importantly, I think the grandmother thing you said, why do you go to grandma's house and your tuna salad, right? It's just amazing because it's it's literally created with love from the energy of love with the intention of love. Well, my daughter is among many who are so sensitive to that truth, to those subtle frequencies and truth that everything is imbued with, whether you're conscious of it or not, that she can't go and eat at many restaurants because she's so sensitive to the energy. She can't go into certain establishments because she's so sensitive to the energy. It turns her off. It quite literally turns her stomach. She gets physically ill. And so Some part of this is realizing that we have evolved and so many of us have evolved that that old paradigm just doesn't work anymore. We will be repelled. 
we will be attracted. We are sensitive enough. And so many of us come in more sensitive than we ever even knew was possible up till now, that the more that we can really get that and understand that, the better off everybody is going to be. Our business will thrive. Our clients and customers will thrive. The energies that are being poured into the world will be of the highest possible service for the highest possible good of all now and moving forward into multiple generations. And I think that's a key, key, key point. Absolutely. Like, wow, what a beautiful example. You know, many years ago, uh, someone taught me children come to teach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not us. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I don't have children, but mm-hmm. I have a hundred contractors who mm-hmm. work with me. And oh, my God, have they taught me. And if you know, I, I just would put this out to leaders out there and say, you know what, You're, you have such an opportunity to for innovation and to tap into that creativity and to expand your vision with all of the different input and the different creative innovative ideas from the people that have been attracted to you Mm. to, to expand your impact. And if you can recognize that it also takes the stress off you when Mm -hmm. you think we're doing this as a team, you know, and it engages people to want to be a part of the mission. You mentioned early in our conversation, business as a ministry. And I was talking to my people yesterday at the airport and, and I said, our ministry is, is, is life-giving right now. People need us more than they ever have because they are awakening to the fact that there is more. The busyness of the world kept people away from being in touch with their essence, their soul, their soul's purpose, their soul's superpower. And now the soul is emerging, I think, of humanity. And it's time to honor that. It's birthing in everything that we do. So it's so beautiful that you have created this show and connected with superpower experts because that love, that soul's essence, those are our gifts and we are all unique. And it takes us all to be fully embodied to create the new world. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love you. Yes. 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 Ah, oh, I adore you. I could stay on here forever and a day with you. You know what? I'll, <laughs> I'll have to. I'll have to invite you back. I hope you come because I would love to do another one just on the team. I mean, there is so much there to talk about that family, that team, that how do we approach the team part of business from this perspective and have it just impact exponentially. That's really what we're here to do. And I just adore you. Okay, Jill, before we have to wrap up and close out this super awesome container for today, 
what do you want to share, you know, for successfully using love as a business model? What do you want our heart-centered leaders, our, our parents, our beings who are really understanding that everything they do is an opportunity, right? Is a vehicle to pour more love into the world. What do you want to share about that? I, the, the foundational question that, that I use for myself and for my business is just ask yourself, what does love look like here? Mm. And when you tune into that, that brings you back into alignment with what does my soul want to express today? What does love look like today? What does it look like for myself? How can I honor myself so I'm healthy enough to make the impact that I'm divinely guided to do? And then how does it look like for the person in front of me right now? Maybe they need just a little space. Maybe they need laughter. Laughter is a key that unlocks amazing potential within people. So just what does, what does love look like here? Mm. Oh, Jill, I adore you. This has been such a great conversation. I have enjoyed it so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, for sharing your beautiful energy. I mean, it flows through the ethers. I love it for sharing your inspiring wisdom with us here today and giving us that beautiful question at the end is so powerful and it can just set the stage for everything, can't it? Thank you. Absolutely. And I am so honored. I love you so much. <laughs> I love you too. Oh my goodness. And so I'm just so honored to serve you in any way. And I'm happy to come back and, and just anything you want to do to make the world uh, just a little more loving. I am like, I'm in a hundred percent. So oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, me too, sister. Me too. Oh, folks. What a gem. Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait to co-create more. All right. Thank you all so much for joining us today too. I hope today's episode inspires you to really, you know, rethink with your heart what love as a business model can really mean for you, for business and for our evolving world. And if you're feeling ready to enjoy deeper connections, deeper conversations, I really hope I get to see you over in the superpower universe and maybe chat with you at one of the community gatherings happening throughout each month. Please go on over to superpowerexperts.com to join in and check it all out. And until next time, keep unlocking your own superpowers of the soul and put them to good use, building a life and a world you love. Bye for now, everyone. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.